Hello, this is Richie from the Metal Solar Podcast. I am delighted to welcome Gavin and Nick of Survivalist. How the hell are you, lads? Oh, good, bro. How are you? Good to see you. Great seeing these lads again, Ev. Absolutely. Mm. Lovely boys now. Lovely, Lovely boys. lads. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. And thanks very much for having us as well again. Yeah, and isn't it nice to say as well, Ev, we've seen them play live. Isn't that a oh, nice course, fucking yeah. thing, man? After all Sounds this well, time. I think we're going to say that two years ago. Yeah, sound <laughs> lads and big sound lads. Mm, Thank you yeah. very much. I really appreciate yeah. it. Same goes no worries, to as well. Like, obviously, we played with you guys um, a few months back, and it was awesome. Like, yeah, uh, awesome. I did not expect that kind of performance from a local band. Yeah. Like, you guys smashed it out of the park. Like, I appreciate I that. that I was like, here, anytime. You want us down anytime. <laughs> we yeah, are. we'll, we'll oh, definitely sort that out. Yeah, I'll. I'm. I have a few things in the world. I think ninety-five percent of bands are onto me at some stage. It's like trying to trying to fit everyone in as it's well as being in another facts. band. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, I'll, I will get around to things. I have a few things in the pipeline, but. Evan's uh, getting through phones at this point. <laughs> yeah, and I don't even fucking look at the one that I have. It's he hasn't a clue screen the fucking everybody. operate any of them. How about no, that? No, having a clue. <laughs> like Gav, we've been on to each other, man, for the last what two years? I yeah, suppose, at this stage. yeah, pretty much since this started. I would say you and I've yeah. been we've been talking back and forth quite a lot, and you you've been really really helpful for the band. You've you oh, promoted. God. You guys have done done so much for us. We've had so much support in general. You have um, actually, yeah. But there's been... a reason why, man. There's a reason why. It's just that you have um, a fantastic sound. You're professional. The videos, everything. It's been really great following you on this ride. I think that's the best way to sum it up. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. It's been insane. Like, we talk about this all the time. We're a local band that have only played three shows. Yeah. And we have this kind Mental. of like following and support already. This is only the beginning for us yeah. completely with the we have so much more planned there's so much more to come um and we want to bring everybody who supported us the whole way through it with us yeah, as well like yeah. give myself included i started off as a follower of the band yeah um, really yeah yeah we're way, way in <laughs> briefly give um a synopsis there because nick you play bass played fucking really well actually um yeah. it was great seeing so, you and hammer that out life yeah that was my so that show back in november that was my first show first ever. yeah I remember you saying that this check and I was um, like everyone there was like no fucking way and I was like yeah, that's that, I don't know. <laughs> um like bedroom guitarist for years, you know what I mean? Just one of them things, you just follow everyone. Um same thing, you know, Thomas is there, the guitarist in our band. I've followed them in previous bands for ten years now, you know, I've known all the wow. guys. Um and it just came to a point they were like, Nick, we'd love to have you on board. And I was like, I'm ready. I'm sitting here over ten plus years ready to do something like this. Um and as you see, like, fits well, I think. Yeah, <laughs> so far, uh, so good. Yeah, the proper Cinderella story, like. Yeah. yeah. And Nick, yeah, were you yeah. guitarist or on bass anyway? Which way? I would be a guitarist originally. Okay. Um, and they were like, here, if you play bass, you can be in a band as well. And I was like, I'll fucking yeah. play bass. But you know what? I now I have the chance to do backup vocals as well. Um, and I really enjoy it, you know. Actually, believe it or not, I, I was kind of surprised myself how much I do enjoy it. Um, mm. With the type of metal core where it's still technical enough, where I can show off a bit of guitar, um, but still like beyond the bass, obviously, you know. But no, it's going really well, I think. You know, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. How, yeah. how did that decision come about, Gav, from your point of view? So Which... obviously we we had Taylor. Um yeah. Taylor was just 
He's uh, done so much for the band. Taylor Shout was out to Taylor, yeah, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Um, is still one of my best friends. Yeah. Um, Nick and I were actually out having a couple of beers with him on Saturday night, yeah. and he's so happy for the band. Like he's still supporting us. Like when you look at that earring post, Taylor and his partner were two of the pe- first people to comment on it, congratulating us. Like he did so much for us. Um, he laid the way. He wrote the original bass parts um, for the songs and everything. And yeah, couldn't have been happier having Taylor in the band. It was sad that when he left, obviously for me, Taylor and I have been friends for a very long time, so it was sad. Mm-hmm. And then um, we were kind of sitting in the band. Everything was a bit like, you could tell there was, we we're all a bit, bit sad um, for Taylor leaving and stuff. So we were kind of sitting thinking like, who are we going to get to replace? Because the train has to go on. There's no way this is, yeah. this is the Stop. end. Like it doesn't... Yeah, it really it, it, to us we were like if somebody leaves then we'll like we'll keep going yeah and that's what we did um i couldn't think about everything initially so i sat and thought hold on a minute i remember going through i think it was your instagram story and i see him playing guitar mm-hmm. so i turned around to thomas and was like here your friend nick tom and nick have known each other for a long time yeah. tom nick was a big fan of tom's old band don't day and um yeah oh, we were you we, you were in Donham Day, were you? Tom and Sue, so the Tom two Sue. guitarists. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I think we were supposed to play a gig with them in Galway mm-hmm. fucking years ago. Years ago, yeah. It would have been our like kind of first run of gigs. It came up on my memories thing. I think we had to cancel. I think Isaac was sick or something. But yeah, I didn't know that the they were the, they were yeah. the. They were, yeah, they were the boys. They were, um, they, Thomas and Stu were the two guitarists uh, from Dunn Day. Thomas was also the singer mm-hmm. as well. So, um, yeah, we reached out to Nick. Uh, Nick came to one practice. He went and bought a bass yeah. uh, just to come to the practice. It's kind of a really cool story and a really cool way of the torch being handed down because when we asked Taylor to join the band, Taylor was a guitarist. Had That's never right. played bass before. I remember and he, that. Bought a, he bought a bass guitar for the first yeah. practice, and yeah. Nick did exactly the same thing. So yeah. he's not only like musically succeeded him, but he's also like spiritually his successor <laughs> in the band. Like, <laughs> so it's pretty, pretty cool. Like, he lives through him. He yeah. lives <laughs> so yeah, Taylor's living vicariously for Nick now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the other issue then, when I was last talking to Dan Gab, was you were short a drummer. We were short of drummer. So uh, Daryl left at the time. He didn't have the time to continue with the band. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's moved on. He's created archives. Archives mm-hmm. are seemingly doing really, really well for themselves, yeah. which is awesome to see. Awesome, yes. Great. More metalcore yeah. bands from the country doing well for themselves is awesome because it means that those people who always said, well, look, we're not going to go to Northern Ireland for metalcore. We're going to come here looking for the bands now. So the more talent that comes out of Northern Ireland, the more talent that comes out of Ireland as a whole, yeah, it's literally better for every single one yeah. of us. And yeah. working together is something that we should all be doing as well. I couldn't agree more, man. Yeah, it, it's it's great to see archives succeeding and uh, Daryl doing really, really, really well. So we're we're really happy about that. Josh then came on board as a sort of stand-in. Yeah, um, that's, we that's when I was last talking to you. You were saying that to Josh was going to come in. Yeah, so yes. Josh came in as a stand-in. And then Josh, as you all know, is a very busy boy. (laughs) And rightly so, the guy does his job very, very well. Um, He uh, is rightly 
rightly so that he's busy so he didn't have the time and that we were all cool with that we still finished the album and everything with Josh um, which was great yeah. and um, yeah so Ben and I were actually in a band when we were kids um, I'm talking like 12, 13 years ago um, called The Ghosts of Plainfield just to be edgy you know that's a shit name The Ghosts of Plainfield um, so yeah they're, they're, that was like a bedroom band We, mm. but the one thing that I always seen in that band even over myself like the talent was always in Ben mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Ben carried that band like the fact that we got up on stage as a three-piece band. Um, you know, that, that I was a guitarist. I'm a mediocre guitarist at best. And um, Ben's just a phenomenal drummer. And he carried uh, all the performances. I don't know how we had fans, to be honest. <laughs> so, he, uh, yeah, so pretty much after Josh left, I did the only thing that I knew how to do and was contact one of the very few musicians that I was still... Uh, would have still talked to mm-hmm. um, and I reached out to Ben and Ben came along and it's been perfect ever since the man bought so much energy he bought a new diverse sound whilst obviously honouring the old um, mm-hmm. style mm-hmm. he hasn't diverted too much but he has also added a lot more thunder so to speak a lot more he hammers the way Ben hits the drums he just hits them so hard but like you would look at him and it's like a calm ocean Yes, but he is yeah, yeah, so aggressive. Yeah, uh, yeah. he just brings a different sound now. And um, on the lineup, it's the lineup that's here now. It's the lineup that's here to, to stay. Yeah. Like everybody is here for the long run now. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, set lineup. That's very important moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. And which is why we came to the decision that we were going to re-record um, the original drums and bass. Yeah. So. Everything that you guys hear now on the final mastered version of Seven is Ben and Nick. Yeah. It is the original Survivalist, which is why I couldn't be more thankful to Taylor and Daryl for all the work that those guys put in, 100%. for laying the groundwork and the foundations for Nick and uh, Ben to come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just awesome, the work that these two guys did yeah. with what they had. Yeah, that's where I love the most. There's no bad blood at all. You yeah. know, absolutely. As you said, we were. I was with Taylor. I was talking to Taylor today. Yeah. Um, Taylor was round here literally about an hour ago dropping off his speaker oh. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know when I went to re-record it I sort of keep it as it was you know pay that that kind of credit to him but also kind of have my own style on it my own tone my own you know mm. just a few notes a few things changes yeah. here and there um, and you'll see obviously in the future much more of, of what I can do yeah. kind of thing um, yeah, yeah. The same thing with the drums, you know, you, you'll hear them. They're so tight on, on the recordings now. Um, but again, it's just keeping the credit to what was there and then looking forward to the future now kind of thing. Sorry, if I was going to say, if you really want to see, like, hear a difference in the original bass stuff and mix, mm-hmm. listen to um, Sloth. Sloth, yeah. So of Mindfulness and Sloth, and it's that last clean section. If you listen to the bass in there, there's, they're very different. Very different styles, but still, they both fit the music perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that was it. Was awesome just to see that that fluidness. Mm. I can't help but think as well, Gav. You've actually made the most of your surroundings in relation to where you're living. Insofar as getting Josh in to do a fucking amazing job on the yeah. album, and also, and we love him here on the show. A big shout out to Wayne Donaldson for doing 
a lot of your videos, photo shoots. Yep. It's great to see that you're using the best people that you have up there for survivalists, you know? Yeah, well, that's the whole point, isn't it? Like, I mean, people, there's been bands that came from this country, right? And they've came and they have spent thousands and thousands recording across the water, getting these videographers that have worked on X, Y, Z in. And then two years later, these bands stood up and they didn't use the talent that was already here. And they didn't pay credit to the talent that was here because people like Wayne, um, Wayne is phenomenally underrated at everything he does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very true. An absolute legend of a man. Uh, Mm -hmm. Really, really nice. Cool to hang out with. Him and I became very close. Yeah. Um, and not only that, but he will do everything he can for local music, uh, yes. much like yourselves. Uh, yeah, so, he even let us stay in his house. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's, that's, what he's, I mean. Like, that's the kind of legend. support like that we don't ever want to say, like, you know, turn your back on or anything like that. And Wayne has just done amazing work. The video, what we've seen so far, looks insane. Yeah. Like, it looks so, so good. The, the shot, the screenshots and stuff that we've seen the photos that you guys have seen that we put up on social media, the location that we were at, everything was phenomenal. And um, yeah, we're going to be bringing Wayne on a few more adventures with this as well. Um, it's great to, to see. To hear, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It, do you understand what I'm saying, Evan, there in relation to making Just the you, most out of your surroundings? And, and you know it. the people that are in the pool that can uh, yeah. elevate a band. Utilizing your scene, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. everyone, like as you were saying earlier, um, with archives, you know, like having two metalcore bands that are from the same area is only going to show people that, you know, there's a fucking good scene here. And if there is bands looking to come over, they're going to find two bands straight away that are of a high caliber. Yeah, exactly. I think Ireland in general is definitely a place that if one band starts doing really well, that's a good thing for everyone because you'll get... Like the amount of times that you'll see like Metal Sucks or like Metal Injection or Heavy Blog is Heavy, just all of a sudden doing, um, you know, like know. Uh, top 10 Irish bands and stuff. And, you know, you can even see when the guys are writing in them, they always say, I found this band via this band. Do you know, yeah. like it's always, it's the more connected bands are and helping each other out and, you know, sharing contacts and it. Mm. And it you just adds good, to a better scene. You need a like, good promoter as well. And a big shout out to James. Love that. Yeah, for sure. James an absolute legend. James yeah. has helped us from the very beginning as well. Like James put on our first ever show. James put on our second ever show. And James put on our third ever show. So every show yeah. that we have done so far has been with James. And there's good reason for that. Is because yeah. he's, a he's such good. a big cutie. That's why. He's a big sweetheart. Oh, he's a big sweetheart. He's just a big sweetheart. The yeah. guy has just, he's just, uh, there's no other word to say than, for James than lovely. Like he's yeah. just a lovely bloke. It's in the name, yeah. Um, such, such a, man. such a lovely. <laughs> um, I've got wait a, a minute. <laughs> wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's he's just great. Like he is a promoter that gives back to the bands, makes sure the bands are looked after. He doesn't take advantage of his bands. He doesn't try to cut corners with stuff. And he's there. He's at the shows. And as he's well. up, and he's at the shows yeah. as well. Yeah. So. Um, me being new to the scene, it's obviously it's ever that everyone's new to me. Everyone, I'm meeting everyone. I'm getting to know people, and I will say of all the local shows I've been to over the years, it's kind of like you go to a show. You know, promoters know to be fine sometimes, or 
where, where's the posts for it? Where's the photos for it? You look at James. James is always at the shows. Um, he's posting constantly all day. Yeah. Even show Absolutely, yeah. Friday, all week I've seen a post about it every yep. day. And, you know, that was appreci- that's appreciated, you know. Yeah, that's 100%. One of them things, as you said, like the country's only so small. Everyone has to help each other out. They do. The guys that are helping us, the guys that are backing us, the guys that are speaking um, to other people about us and getting us these gigs and everything, like that, we're going to keep giving those people yeah. because they're the reason why we are. Yeah, I don't think there's yeah. not but much point they're... in getting jaded over stuff either. You know, like you, you can get a lot of times that, like, I mean, competition is great, you know, like healthy competition, don't get me wrong, but there definitely is. That whole, like, people notice as well. If you're someone that's out there helping other bands and, like, being supportive, pe- people will notice that, you yes. know? And it, it, it does make a difference. There's, it's not... One thing I fucking hate is, you know, entitlement being like, oh, I've been at your gig. That means that you have to do... It's not a... It's not... You're not getting scene credits. It's like... Not owing each other stuff. It's yeah, it's you can tell when someone's really genuinely trying to support a band... Yes. just because they 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 want to you know and not they're, yeah. they're not yeah. looking for anything yeah. out of it uh, and i think that that shines through and i think you're definitely and james is 100 one of those people like yeah mm. no absolutely and like we wouldn't with that's why the the only three shows we've done so far have been with james now i'm not saying that we're going to exclusively use one promoter we will <laughs> we will we will play Every game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you would be shooting yourself in the foot with that, all right? Everyone's just thirsty in the band. They just want to play constantly, but we want to play diverse gigs all over the place, yeah, opening right. acts, headlining acts. Like we, as long as we get to play and we get to play to a good crowd, we don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's doesn't matter who's opening, who's headlining. That's not what we're here for. We're here to help each other and like. Like if you guys were ever stuck for an opener or anything like that, and we didn't have anything yeah, on like the course, other night, yeah. we were having that chat. Um, if that hadn't been for it being his birthday, we'd have been all done. Yeah, hundred totally. percent. Like it's it's a gig at the end of the day. Exactly. That's all. As for. long as yeah. well, you know. Even in saying that, like, make sure you're getting paid for shit. That's <laughs> one of the biggest <laughs> advice I can give to to bands is that. It's one of those things that, like, regardless if you're playing for half an hour. You know, it's not feasible to be expecting a lot of money for yeah. a lot of gigs, but at the same time, uh, promoters should be given each person that's doing something for them some kind of money. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not, you know, no one's really, it's rare that you'll see people being able to do this as a full-time job, but at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, show, show back some job. form of, another you know. job in your, in your separate spare time it's this yeah, is like absolutely you work, put in you know, more hours than other stuff for it like you know yeah. so yeah yeah, I yeah think, 100% what was your feelings lads leading into the worn out gig because like we were traveling up there and, and like I was so excited obviously to see the album launch of worn outs um, waste but I mean the, the fact that Farm Wolf and Survivalist were playing for me was just like, wow, this is going to be really cool. And the venue then, the Speakeasy as well, was actually a nice size venue for, for that yeah. kind of music. I mean, I know you have a choice of Voodoo as well and uh, the Limelight, but I mean, it was nice to see um, in Speakeasy. And of course, you did your launch show there as well. 
So just maybe. Well, that's why. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Fair enough. So yeah, it's a lovely down, little yeah. venue, actually. Yeah, yeah it's really. And a good, good sign to it as well. So yeah, when we played with you guys, we went in. We didn't know what the venue was like. I had been. I've been. I've been I knew um, the stage was tiny. I was going, I knew it was going to be tiny. Yeah. <laughs> it's a small stage. That's probably the only downside. <laughs> like that stage had like an extra, even like two feet on it. It would be like the perfect venue because mm-hmm. the, the sound's really, really good. The guys who work there are really good. The sound engineer, I've forgotten the guy's name, but he is an He's absolute sterling nice. guy. Yeah, um, absolutely lovely dude. Yeah. And he knew what he was doing as well. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much time... Um, well, obviously, you guys, you had you had two people pretty much off the stage the most of the gig. Um, yeah, the st- stage doesn't matter to us at all. We yeah. won't be on it for long anyway. Like, like that, you'll see yourself when you're standing up there facing into the stage. I see it whenever I get off the stage, and you can hear it. You can hear the clarity, and it's like this is so much better than so many venues. Like the sound is unreal. You can even hear it in our um, the videos from the night. You can hear yourself. You can hear each guitar. Yes. You can hear the bass. You can hear drums from a live recording. So you don't get very much of that. Mm-hmm. What made you pick then Molar Bear and Neon Empire um, for supports? So Neon Empire would have been this chosen because they are similar in our genre. Mm. Now, obviously, Neon Empire do um, a lot of the sort of dance and techno influence stuff in yeah. the electronic bits and pieces mm-hmm. that are in their music. They have that. Yes. Yeah differentiates them from us yeah but they're still a metalcore band oh yeah uh, they're good friends of the show yeah they're 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 lovely people Mm -hmm. um they have a really professional attitude they put out really good content photos videos everything is awesome really like i said professional and that was why we chose them it was purely for the fact that we felt like they were on the same wavelength as us yeah (laughs) um and then muller bear we played our very first ever show with Molar Bear. I have been fans of Molar Bear since before that. They're all really good dudes. Great uh, bunch of lads. Uh, yeah, Molar Bear are absolutely unreal. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's funny, actually, the guitarist of that band works at a music shop in Belfast. Um, Is it Andy? Yeah, he, he works in, um, in Matchets, and I, I went up constantly asking <laughs> bass stuff and like, to get my bass set up and all that sort of stuff. And then I see him at the show and I go, can I ask you a weird question? Do you uh, work at Matt? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, you know me, don't you? And he's like, yeah, I know you. That's all fine, you Yeah, so with the first time, the first interaction I have with Willow Bear, um, Andy with Morrison would came into the, the store that I used to work in. Mm-hmm. And I remember he came in one day and I was like, he was wearing a, a torch t-shirt. And I remember being like, oh yeah, torch. And we sat and talked about torch for a bit. And, um, then I, I was like, do you play guitar or anything yourself? And he was like, yeah, I'm in a band called Bear. And at this point, Survivalist was only a concept. Mm. Um, I thought about starting a band, but like we hadn't done anything about it or hadn't found any musicians or anything. Um, and then I spoke to Andy and then I was like, well, look, I'm trying to start a band at the moment. I was like, if we ever do anything, I'll maybe hit you up for a gig. I'm like, you know, like a joke, like laughed it off. And then fast forward a good couple of years later and the first game we're ever playing is with Motor Bear. So <laughs> it class. They came right back around like Yeah. And of course Seven you have them coming down to Cork as well. I do indeed. I think the first time I saw them was I think like I I knew because I knew Jackal feud. Um yeah. but I didn't actually know they were the like um some of the guys were in uh mm. Jackal Feud and I remember just going to a gig in Fred's 
just I knew there was a gig on, didn't know who was playing. And I remember just walking in, seeing three guitarists and like being yeah. like, all right, what's this going to be? <laughs> Absolute filthy riffs. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, yeah, right. Whoever these guys are, I'm in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have me a big filthy riff. Yeah, I'm a big, big fan. Like I listen to, obviously we're a metalcore band, but I listen to everything. Like yeah. I, um, Tombs would be one of my favorite local bands. Um, you guys, Worn Out, um, Appreciate it. Molar Bear, like that, probably the the three ones I can think of on the top of my head mm. anyway that I would be very, very fond of. Mm. Um, the first time they, I met Andy, would you believe, was he was playing guitarist with Elder Drew down in Cork. Mm. <laughs> was um, he? Yeah, he was a guitarist with Elder Drew. Um, one of the lads couldn't make it, so Andy jumped in and they played Monolith. Oh, I was wondering, right, yeah. Fair Mad. Yeah, it was nice to see him uh, in that capacity. Put it that mm, way. Yeah. <laughs> now we've got um, we've got a lot of friends. Obviously, um, I seen. I think it was actually the drummer from Farm Wolf the other night shared a post, and it was like half the people I know are playing the metal of the masses. I saw it. <laughs> right, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so true. <laughs> like, it, like we all, like everybody has friends that are playing the metal of the masses. One band at the moment that um, are being missed, obviously, is Oracle. Oracle like are currently at their Donald guitars. Uh, I'd be very close with their drummer, Reese, who's also the bassist from Lockhorns. Oh, um, cool, yeah. They're really, really good guys, um, all phenomenal musicians and stuff. So really excited to see what music they come out with, especially having new talent in the band and stuff. It, it always diversifies your sound a bit, like bringing Nick and Ben in has diversified ours. Now I know you can't really see a lot of it just yet, mm-hmm. but we've some st- a lot of stuff written anyway. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff written. <laughs> that's great, um, man. Ten years of not been in it. Yeah, and, and, and Nick is actually been writing guitar parts as well. Yeah. So he's been working with Stu and Tom, um, writing a lot of guitar parts and stuff like that. So they we have a, a couple of new songs planned. Um, similar but a new sound, you know. Yeah, it's, it, it's similar, but fresh. yeah, it's it's very it's very fresh as well. Very like heavy. you're gonna, Heavier, lower, everything that you like, it, it, heavier, lower, dirtier, but also more epic and um, bigger choruses and stuff. So yeah. it's it, like the new music as well is going to be less restrictive to us when we write because obviously Seven is a concept album. It started from me thinking of laying in bed one night, thinking about the Seven Deadly Sins and mm-hmm. about how much I love the movie Seven. And then we kind of just went from there. So it, that, that concept album and trying to have all the sounds so similar really made it restrictive. Mm-hmm. Whereas we're going to kind of stick to some singles and bits and pieces after this um, for a good while before we enter the next album venture. So there's going to be a lot of singles. And then yeah. we're going to work on a, uh, a second album. You strike me as a band anyway that, especially, I know it's your debut album anyway, uh, you seem to relish releasing singles and how did that come into getting getting the attention of Eric? So I'll start off with the with the talking about the singles part first. Yeah. Mm. So we went for the singles approach because I think if you follow any of the big big metalcore bands, big major now, bands, that's the way to go. Especially with singles. metalcore, um, with metalcore bands, the way they promote themselves a lot is via singles, really high quality singles. Yeah with high quality music videos and there's so much of it out there now and it's such a saturated market that you need to have individuality. Especially streaming, you know, it's so easy to just say, 
here's an album and it just gets released amongst the rest. Whereas you put a single out, that's one piece of quality work that you can listen to and be like, this is, this is going to be on repeat. I can't wait to see, you know, I can't wait to hear what's next. Yeah, so yeah. that was a big reason why as well. So I feel like some bands write really long albums, 45, 50 long. Um, people will hear the singles that get released of that, the music videos. Mm-hmm. And when that album comes out, not very many people now sit down and listen to an album from start to finish. Yeah. There are so many songs that get missed in artists. And I'm guilty of it myself. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Playlist on, yeah. you hear one song, you know. And I'll, uh, I, a lot of the times as well with Spotify and stuff like that, I'd have already added the singles to my um, playlists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've already, I'm already very familiar with this, with these bands and stuff. Then the album comes out and I miss it completely. Yeah. And that has happened a few times. It was something that I didn't want to happen with something that we were doing as a concept album that was going to be huge. Mm-hmm. We, didn't want any of the music to be missed and we didn't want any filler or anything like that. It had to be, well, for lack of a better term, all killer, no filler. Like that was, yeah. <laughs> it had to just be hitting hard and it had to be diverse and yeah, we're very happy with how it turned out. Mm-hmm. And they're right. Um, so end of the year story. So <laughs> you all know yourselves, you're trying to promote your band. You're trying to get your name out there now. Um, so I had sent over 48 hours, probably about 200 plus emails um, to people. Now, I had a list, two lists, um, shared with me by, well, some of them were, some of the email addresses and stuff I got were actually from Kieran uh, Scott of Ashton Crown. Oh, so Kieran. he's yeah, also nice been, yeah, Kieran's been a very, very, very big supporter of us, but has done it in a very, like, cool way like if you he was for you to do it yourself kind of thing pretty much yeah, yeah. and he's yeah. been so good to us as well like you see if i've reached out to him and asked him anything he replies to me pretty much instantly and he always like even if he doesn't have the answer he will always try and help and that's something we've got from everybody like even like the guys from Mula Bear. um i've asked loads of people i think i maybe asked you guys about uh merch printing yeah, um, right, yeah. yeah so like that was because we had a shortage, basically. Um, on, I'm going off on a tangent. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so we uh, had two lists yes. of emails, right? We had one list that was supposed to be BCCs, so blind carbon copies. These were supposed to go to absolutely everybody. Then we had another list of people where the emails had to be personalized. They had to be tailored to those people who they were because it was people like... Tim Bailey, yeah. who is head of Eric UK. It is people like um, we have people who work for Metal Hammer. We have people like people direct emails for these people, not just their info at. Yeah. We had direct emails. So uh, I sent out the blind carbon copy emails and uh, a load of other emails and all this. And then pretty much after that, the first tailored email that I did was to. Um, Tim Bailey and whenever I was changing it personalizing it making sure that this was directly for his eyes because I've been an earache fan since I was a kid as I'm sure everybody in here has Um, the bands the people they've discovered the music they've put out the work they've done for the industry over the since they, they started and Digby Pearson has been incredible so we wanted to catch their attention I had done all of the personalization. I had changed everything. I'd made it look professional. 
and like something that if you got this email from a band, you'd be like, this is great. This, this is great. This is exactly how I want stuff to be reported. But I didn't change his name. So I said, hey, guys. Also, it could be way worse. <laughs> no, could, that's not could, so bad. Yeah, it could be. Long story short was uh, we got a reply back basically saying, like, I don't like these generalized emails. You guys could have taken a bit of a better approach <laughs> to this. Well, he didn't say that, did he? Not, yeah. not in so okay. many words. Like in, a, in, like, in a nice <laughs> way. He was, yeah, like, yeah. he was really nice about it. And he was like, Gavin's message is going, I fucked it. Yeah. I fucked it. <laughs> <laughs> so, he was really, really nice about it. He replied back saying, look, all the best for the future. Hope everything goes well for you guys. Thumbs up. I respond back with just a, a heartfelt email saying like, look, explain what happened. Sorry. Dude. Was completely honest. <laughs> didn't beat around the bush. Didn't yeah. bullshit the guy. I'd already ruined his day once, didn't want to do it twice. <laughs> so I, uh, I put all the information in and was like, look, I am so, so sorry. This was a human error down to my part. I've been sending emails for the last two days. Do not let the band suffer for this. <laughs> it was my fault. And uh, he didn't reply. And I was like, oh, geez. <laughs> so I've been, yeah, pretty much. I've been like, oh, fuck the fuck. fuck no. So two three days i think it was that was like a wednesday and then after the weekend it must have like a monday or tuesday or whatever mm. um i can't it, my, dates and days at the moment are just up the left like whatever yeah, is going yeah. on um he gets back to us and he says guys i actually got to listen to the record i thought it was really really good um after i got over it or something yeah he was like after no he said after i got over myself uh, he was like after i got over myself i actually gave you a record a, a, a listen I thought it was yeah. really, really good. Um, and he was just like, look, this is what I want to offer you. Uh, we have a, a distri digital distribution platform. Um, it's soft launched currently uh, with hand-selected individual invited artists only at the moment. Mm. Um, what, th then they invited us and they yeah, have been really, really good to us, really kind. They've helped us so much already um as you guys have probably seen like the uh tim bailey put us on the richard bale who is head of their digital distribution at the moment and he <laughs> was just awesome just a really good guy um and has done nothing but help us since and uh jenny who is their head of marketing i believe she has been uh, coordinating directly with the band uh, on our social media posts making sure that Eric are posting, distributing the uh, social media content. And they have just been amazing. Couldn't ask for a nicer bunch of people to work yeah, with. Definitely. And it's, like I was saying earlier, like I followed Eric since I was a kid, since I was a young, young boy. And scrolling through my Facebook feed and seeing Eric posting pictures of us, of, some, yeah, yeah. of something I was part of, something I helped create, alongside Nick, Tom, Stu, Ben. Surreal. It was, yeah, it's surreal and overwhelming. And like, they have offered us so much more support and there's so much more to come yeah. as well. Yeah. So yeah, really, really, really awesome. And couldn't be more thankful to be part of the Eric family now and on their digital distribution. I think that genuinely the best thing about that is how humanized the whole yeah. thing was. Like, you know, just... It's almost like 
the hey guys and that human error <laughs> created that bit more of a connection like it's something like, like all these are decent guys not just yeah this is it like by by doing something robotic showed gave you an opportunity to show your complete yeah. human side yeah, it was it was awesome like that was it was the a complete fumble on my on my part and like you know yourself Evan you do a lot for one out oh man you know. I've apps I and the worst thing is is like there could be a time that like you're like, fuck this, whatever hasn't got back to me. And I've gone and looked at the email and I might, like, type in it, looking at it, everything is perfect. But then I open it a week later and I'm like, like that makes no that? fucking sense. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Shit. But, yeah, an absolute childhood dream come true. Um, being part of the Eric uh, family, being on the uh, digital distribution team, um, awesome. Mm-hmm. unreal yeah. and like we like what we've spoke about and stuff already is that pretty much the rest of the future releases and stuff that we do for the foreseeable future will be through uh Eric's digital distribution yeah that's awesome and what would you say like we'll say from when you announced it what was there anything like instantly that kind of jumped out for you that happened whether it's I don't know, like a, ju- a jump in followers or like being added to certain playlists or like your Spotify plays going yeah. up or... so out of the playlist and pretty much all of the oh, above, yeah. like um, we woke up the next morning, uh, my phone had just got been bombarded with stuff like uh, out of the playlists, you know, we're getting a lot more messages from people asking yeah. to promote our stuff. And you know yourself, Instagram is people being like, can you pay X, Y, Z? XYZ yeah, DM for feature kind of shit. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's not that. That's not what we're getting at. It's the first time it's been like that. It's yeah. people genuinely wanting to promote our music. Um, it's genuine support. It's um, the fan. The fans have been loving the um, loving the announcement and stuff. So uh, we're happy to keep working alongside Eric uh, for uh, as long as they'll have us. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, really, really good guys. Couldn't recommend them enough to anybody and I think it's worth for everybody shouting out to them and I think like you said earlier now that there are eyes here more sort of opportunity is going to open up for other bands yeah I mean you you have to kind of realise as well lads you've actually only played what was it four gigs I was three yeah yeah. I was literally I think I was on your YouTube page when was it like yesterday the day before and I think there's one of the videos that's like debut live performance and it's yeah. like from two years ago and sure fucking two years ago we started a pandemic do you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> yeah, so just get like, in straight away that, that debut gig was at the end of February I believe and then we went to the lockdown in March <laughs> yeah. we I remember talking to you about it I was just going Jesus Christ it's not and funny thing is myself I was there as a fan seeing the band <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Probably, probably you actually could probably point him out video. in the video on YouTube yeah. like Nick uh, was there seeing Survivalist going like yeah it's been amazing it's fucking sick you know seeing Muller Bear after as well all these great guys yeah. and then two years later I'm in the band playing with Muller Bear <laughs> yeah it's, it's crazy though it does just go to show you that like do you know, like, don't get me fucking wrong now. I'm not like, oh, I'm fucking love social media. Like, no, <laughs> it's, it's not that at all. It's literally like all aspects of being in a band are important. Do you know, yeah. like, and that comes down to the admin side. Like I put the social media side of it 
in the same bracket as your emails, your booking, your tours, doing everything, like everything that you do, sitting on a computer, Mm -hmm. not getting paid and spending the hours. I put that all, because I'll do all of that in the same, I like, you know, I give myself timeframes to do certain things and I'll put Mm -hmm. all that admin stuff in, but it just shows how important it is. Do you know, Mm. you obviously need... You know, there's no point in and if if your music is shit, don't bother even listening to, you know, any advice on your admin stuff because you're just going to be showing more people how shit you are. Do you know? What yeah, I mean? but I mean, <laughs> it's different yeah. as well. There's a different game plan now for record labels because you know, in the old days, they used to used to be able to send guys over, scouts to see, yeah, you know, what kind of talent is over in Northern Ireland, Southern Ireland, and. Nowadays, they want to see your yeah. They want to see your numbers. They want to see how much people are actively listening. And like, you do have to have all this stuff because if you're thinking with a label, why would they be like, oh sweet, these guys have like two listeners, even if the music is incredible. Yeah, <laughs> like they still have to be because music's not the same as it was no. years ago either. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's less and less money to be made on it, and it's one of those things that they really have to be like which basically they need all the work that they would have put into a band already done yep. do you know what i mean like that's Absolutely. that's basically yeah. what it's easier for them to get a band that's the full package and again like distribution i feel is probably more important than um a lot of deals that you can get yep. because yep. People can record now and, you know, it is great to have a recording budget and stuff, but bands can do it and they can get it to the quality, as you were saying, that you don't have to travel a million miles to do this. There is places in Ireland and then it's just having the distribution for people to be able to actually hear it. That's the most important thing, I think, anyway. Distribution is... I agree. Yeah, it's like you get a lot of bands that go like... this is the day of the release and they're like oh, all these plans up to it and then it comes out and it's like they've taken no, the foot it, off the brake because it that's like the relief almost for them that's just the start like yeah, the yeah. work up to it is just that's you putting your socks on you still need to put your shoes on and go for a run <laughs> do you know what I mean like absolutely and that's what we're doing now you know I, yeah. I, it's, it's been a tough couple months getting this finished and re-recording everything and all the work but I keep saying everyone, this is the start. This is we can't just relax now and say, I, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. It's like, no, this is where we this is where you actually put in the work. This is where we actually show up, yeah, and do everything, yeah. you know, and be a do you, do you feel almost like is there like an extra pressure, like whereas you know, with with Eric getting involved now, I do you kind of like shit, we have to get something out sooner than before or are you still kind of, no, you know, no. it's, go, no, it's coming out when it's coming out. Yeah. Good. So, no, not at all. Not even remotely. Um, it's, they're not, they're, they're not pressuring us for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, good. They don't yeah. expect anything from us. Uh, all they want to do is support us, which is great. Yeah. Um, they're not, yeah, they're not pressuring us for anything like that. Like this isn't a record deal where they would be. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. This is a, a digital distribution. Yeah. Um, that's what it is. Like that's what we're doing with those guys. So it allows us to still have our freedom and our flexibility in our writing and our content creating. Now let me be very clear about the reason why everything took so long to release is because we were in lockdown um we needed to 
we I was very, very against going into a studio and recording an entire album in one day like a lot of bands do. Mm-hmm. You know, Fuck tracking that. Yeah. <laughs> tracking an entire album. A lot of local bands do it. There's a lot of local bands go in. They'll track an entire album in two, three days. Yeah. We wanted to spend nearly the time that some people spend on an album in this country per song. And that was, so we were spending a day, two days, sometimes in the studio, and then a lot more time on the editing and the master and the mixing. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of back and forth with Josh, a lot of uh, all of us sort of um, compromising on the sound and making sure that everything was right mm-hmm. and everybody got heard. Um, we wanted to make sure it was quality. And then obviously with member changes, more lockdowns, stuff like that, it really slowed down the entire process. Now, we have so much of a back catalogue written. We've got demos recorded. Um, From here on out, content is going to be coming a lot quicker. And when I say a lot quicker, you can expect a new song that's not off seven very soon after Siege. Summer. (laughs) Very, very, not even before the summer. It's going to, we've said that we're going to, the song's essentially written uh, the next one we're recording is essentially finished. Um, so we're pretty much going to bounce straight into the studio after Siege and then uh, get to work on that pretty and much. have it out with a music video and stuff, hopefully very, very soon. Mm-hmm. What was the feeling like that you had when uh, you got the call up to appear on the Siege? Oh, amazing. Yeah, you were uh, amazing. <laughs> yeah, I was really, really excited because I've never been. Yeah, I've heard... I've, I've so seen many it over the years. Yeah, so many yeah. of my friends and everything have been about it, and everybody is like always floating around. But people always say the same thing: it's so difficult to get on. Yeah, um, like it, you have to be like it, it's hard to get onto it. Like, and you'll see the bands that are on it. Now. They're all big, it's yeah. all top quality. It's, stuff. All it's not just music. local bands. I'll throw them on too. It's. It's and the bands that you want to go see. Yeah, yeah, it's big. It's big. It's big names up there and stuff, and it's good local acts. There's, um, there's people missing from it that should 100 percent be on the, the. But that that happens with so yeah. many. When you've got so many artists to pick from, that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that we're better than anybody. <laughs> by well, any me. This is why, they, like, he they can do it twice a year, and it's packed. They could do it fucking. Once a week, <laughs> you still wouldn't get through yeah, all the bands. Like. So yeah, we were stoked. Um, we've got hotel rooms booked. We're coming down to Limerick to Party. get pissed and and uh, play. We're uh, hopefully going to be on like mid afternoon, so we can all get shit faced after. Most conjurer. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big conjurer fan as well. Like I love conjurer. Conjurer are one of the best bands from the UK at the moment. They're absolutely um, insane. Yeah. yeah, so, so, so good. And um, yeah, The I'm amount really of big. contacts as well that you'll make down there with other bands, it's definitely like, a, what would you call it, Comic-Con to a degree insofar as yeah. you're going to meet so yeah, many it, like-minded it, people. It, 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 you can go and fucking hustle, do you know what I mean? Yes, like you really definitely hustle. hustle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, so prior to playing the show, when I'm sober, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be spending a lot of time. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Yeah. And then after that, it's just going to be me telling everybody I love them. Oh, so, and I, I love you. A lot of cuddling, a lot of falling asleep. Um, last yeah. week, I was saying we were having beers last week. I practically, believe it or not, carried Gavin out of the bar, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you coming down for two nights or one night? 
We're just coming down for the one. Yeah. Um, Just we're only coming down for the Sunday because we've got some more bits and pieces going on because it's Good Friday and and then the Saturday as well. So yeah, uh, me and my partner have some bits and pieces going on. The rest of the guys have some stuff going on on the Saturday, which is uh, a shame because Grave My Asthma are insane. Like they're a very very good band and The Spirit as well coming over from Germany. Mm. They're very very good. So there's a lot of talent like. Lot, a lot of talent. Baylor, obviously. Yes. Uh, Earn playing like there's there's so much so much stuff. There's so many people. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's gonna be an awesome awesome experience, and uh, we're staying down, so we're hopefully gonna see a lot of people down there. Yeah. Now I'm gonna play a track of Seven. I'll actually give you the choice. With Raf. Yeah, the new one. Yeah. With Raf. Which Raf it is.
Ah, that's class. I mean, some songs when you listen to them, you just imagine them live and I'm, you know, delighted to have witnessed that live. It's fantastic, man. Yeah, we're really, really pleased with how all the songs turned out, how the sound turned out. And with Raph is kind of like uh, its current lineup song. You know, that's everyone had it. Uh, yeah, writing that one. We all we all wrote together. We all worked on that song. Mm-hmm. It's the only song on the album that the current lineup worked on completely together. Yep. So mm-hmm. it's a very good sort of petri dish sample of our sound moving forward. Mm. Um, heavier, darker, dirtier, but the courses, the cleans, the soft bits are still staying still, there, yeah. not going anywhere. Yeah, and that's the video as well. That song. That's what the video is for. Is for Wave Raff. Oh right. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Evan, what do you think uh, for yourself in relation to Survivalist? Where can you see him going this year? Look into your crystal ball. Straight to the <laughs> top, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely. I, w- I want to see. Um, I'd like to see kind of make your way over to the UK as well because there's a massive. I presume that. <laughs> this isn't the first time anyone's you've thought about like oh that's actually a good idea yeah <laughs> it's booked already yeah of course yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's booked like, already um, we booked it this morning really <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Not, really, I can't give away any details or anything yet of but course yeah, yeah. Um, later on in the year and the work there's a lot of gigs in the work um, with a lot of stuff coming up so we've got some local shows in the summer um, hopefully later on in the year we'll get some stuff for yourself um, we're talking to a couple of other guys from across the border as well who are looking to do some Dublin stuff. Yeah. Um, we've got some, uh, obviously we booked this morning um, uh, and just a, just a couple of dates across the border. Um, so we're going to go and do that later on in the year as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, don't want to announce any dates or yeah. places yet. They're all booked. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's set in stone, but we don't want to announce anything, um, obviously, until... There's nice shiny posters that come along with it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> like the Dead Cult ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a big, big fan. Big, big fan of the Dead Cult. You see all the Dead Cult artwork, the the promo posters, everything awesome. So, mm-hmm. so crisp and clean. And yeah, yeah, yeah very, just, very nice work, guys. I just that's, got a message. That's my boy, Evan. I just got yeah. a message about another one there while we we're listening to your tune. I'm like, <laughs> uh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'll definitely have you on. I have. Um, I'll have you on. 100%. Yeah, we'll play with him. Like, okay. like so, anything you want us to play, we'll play so he's, <laughs> so he's got the UK thing right. Come on, Nev. Give us the year for uh, Survivalist there. What, what do you think they should be striving for for this year? For this year? Yeah. I think, I, I guess, just gigging as much as possible and being ready. Like, at some stage, like, fucking hell, I'm not in the band. Like, but, you know, it'd be... <laughs> I, it doesn't... I don't think, like, um, like another album... I can't imagine that would be a, for a release this year, but I think what I'd like to see is be able to build yourself such a base yes. that the next that album be. is going to completely elevate even more. Yeah. You know, like this, this is now where hit the ground running, especially with the Eric thing is you have an opportunity to, you know, this, this is where like, even on an EPK, people will see that take advantage of it people will instantly put you over a lot of other emails or a lot of other um, yep. gigs. So just take advantage of it mm-hmm. because there's a lot you can find out about yourselves and as a band from gigging and playing as much as possible. Do you know, I'd like to see 
what influences you'll bring in just from playing with other bands from doing it yep. overseas and because I would just be very excited to see what how that will kind of blend together to be the next release you know so yeah. solidify the base expand it and maybe land a festival or two if not this year next year as well I was yeah, yeah. I was going to say mm. festivals but I'd say unless a lot of people are already booked for festivals you're kind of yeah looking. so that's the problem um, fe- festivals across the world at the moment are all very much booked now yeah. we yeah. are on the waiting list for a few yes yeah. um, but we're on the waiting list for people to drop out so if that becomes available, then it's something that we will approach. Any festivals that approach us, um, we will likely play, mm-hmm. uh, providing it's not like a festival in some dude's back garden for his kids. Um, we... They're the best ones, man. Well, <laughs> you know Free what? Gigs. The gig's a gig. As long as there's a barbecue. Yeah, if there's a barbecue and if they're paying, like I said. Yeah, if they're paying, they're like, So, yeah, we've got... So, that's the band called them on the... In Richie's tent, fuck them. Yeah, there we yeah. go. <laughs> Thanks, lads. So we've got um, we've got a lot coming up. We've got a lot of shows that are going to be announced. We've got some further away excursions, uh, so to speak, yep. um, that will get announced very Similar soon. Similar to this year. There's going to be probably, I'd say, yeah, a, few, a good few singles, um, maybe over the next, before the end of the year anyway. Yep. Um, I, I wanted to aim, personally, I wanted to aim for four. Wherever we'll get the four done mm. is another. But these, every release that you guys are going to see from us now isn't just going to be a single release. It is going to be a release with a video, a high quality content video. Um, it is going to be even more towards the, the current age of media than any of our previous releases have been. Yeah. Um, so we've obviously got Wayne working on the video for Wave Raff at the moment. Um, he's super excited for it. Like, um, he, and Wayne's incredibly talented. Like, yeah. I have no doubts that it's going to look amazing. Um, so we're pretty much just every release that we have coming up that we're going to be working with Wayne, doing videos for them. Um, we're going to be making sure they're promoted through Airx pages, making sure that they're promoted correctly. Are you uh, going to still maintain the relationship with Josh? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Cool. Imagine we, we recorded with him. Um, <laughs> me, I went, I went up myself, re-recorded everything. So I've made, you know, connections with him. Same with Ben. Um, that's my favorite thing. I think that there's no bad blood between any members or any previous members. Everyone's mm-hmm. getting, everyone's support each other. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not to say that we're going to be exclusively recording with yeah. Josh, but we will certainly use Josh in the future. Yeah. It might be um, see Ben, our drummer is a producer as well, which not a lot of people know because he, Ben is, Ben works with very select people. Um, he has recorded a couple of albums recently for some um, local talent and stuff. Like, so Ben is very, very good as well. Um, so we are going to maybe mess around with some stuff ourselves. Yeah. To try, see, try and work on that. See yeah. how if we can get the same sound, if we can replicate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll, maybe get Josh on board and stuff to work alongside Ben. And, but we are not uh, by any means disconnecting um, Josh from the band. He's done so much for the band. Yeah. He has helped us out in so, so many ways. He's a very, very talented um, mm. producer. Oh, yeah. He's very, very good at what he does. And he has helped us sound and get to where we are. So yeah. And even uh, as a fan for years, you know, yeah. being new to the recording process and everything, yeah. I will say over the years, hearing local bands, 
I know when Josh has been a producer for a band, I know that band has got the quality, you know, um, not to say there's other people that don't have quality in the country, but I mean, he is, he's, he's top tier. You yeah. know what I mean? Josh is, he's, in terms of um, metal producers that are in the country, like him and Aiden, Aiden's unreal as well. Um, Aiden would be somebody else that we have looked at working with too, because um, for dirtier songs, because I think Aiden really brought out like a lot of really, really, really good sounds and that hardcore sound and everything. I think he does a really the good aggression, job. I think is yeah, yeah the aggression's yeah. there. And the next track that we are going to be recording is actually very, very aggressive. Um, it hard. It's going to hit harder than anything we've released so far. It's in a much, much lower tuning. Uh, just a giant breakdown. So like it's 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 gonna it's very very it's gonna be good. Like very yeah. different and. We want a big, big thing we want to do as well is we want to show people how diverse we can write. <laughs> so we're thinking like releasing that one and then maybe something the opposite end of the spectrum okay. after that, like and then full cleans. <laughs> like we don't, we haven't really made any like plans, metal but pure metalcore, more technical. Yeah, we just want to explore the genre and explore the, yeah. the the different influences and sounds that are in the band because you've got like. Tom is from a thrash metal background. Mm-hmm. Stu and Tom's musical interest kind of bled into each other. Like Stu and Tom are very much thrash metal. They kind of moved on to like While well, She Sleeps, Architects, bands like that, Bring the Horizon. Then you've got Nick, who you, you would be straight metalcore. Yeah, straight up metalcore. Like I grew up on like Revenge Sampled, of course, but again, nowadays, Wage War, Architects. Yeah. Getting into the heavier stuff. Um, and you'll see that definitely. I'm trying to have a big partner right now. Yeah. Um, not at all saying it's, it's bad anyway, but just to give it a fresh new sound and really show we can do all this now. Um, and Ben as well. You know? Ben is, Ben plays and so listens to everything. So yeah. that man, you give that man a drum beat and he can play it. Yeah. He can play it with his eyes closed. He was a drum he teacher. He shows. He looks like he's, he just looked, no he effort. Looks, he looks bored. No yeah. effort. And he's like literally <laughs> but he looks like he's just there's nothing going into it at all, but he makes it look easy and what he's playing is deadly. Yeah. And uh, like he's he is flawless. Um he is so so tight. Obviously the drummers are the anchors. Like we need you guys to be good. <laughs> like yeah. or uh, like if, if a drummer makes a mistake, like that always says everybody hears it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, oh, 100 percent yeah. There's yeah. a lot of a lot of pressure on you guys so and with their influences and then you've got me who I listened to metal from when I was about 11 went through the typical Thin Lizzy Metallica all that stuff but then yeah, yeah. I now listen to everything from black metal to like death metal everything bands like even like bands like Dark Throne and Mortal I've got a couple of couple of tracks that I enjoy from those guys I've got um, bands like The Shooter um, proper black metal ambient stuff that I really like um, and then a lot of death metal uh, a lot of metalcore uh, everything deathcore I had like a lot of influences my favourite band would be like Pantera so yeah uh, absolutely Pantera, man yeah Pantera would bring a lot of the influences of the band like I've got like a really strange three favourite bands at the moment yeah. so like that's what I was saying earlier it's like where I feel like we're leaning like metalcore as a general has so many different styles we're kind of leaning towards that heavier, heavier, like a Slipknot core kind of style. Yeah, yeah. Like keeping it, like it's definitely like metal, but it's going to have... But there's going to be diverse stuff that, in there. That yeah. technical side mm-hmm. to it. 
things, you know, Sick, yeah. bits and pieces. And um, like we do want to do like one full clean song that mm-hmm. maybe goes in the streams towards the end of the song. Like that's the next sort of plan after this one. So there's a lot of different sounds that are going to be coming in. <laughs> Obviously we're having Nick and stuff writing on the record now. It's going to bring a lot more diversity as well, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, in which I envy gives a good idea of, of that side of E as I suppose, the melody and right through the album as well. There are some really cool cleans as well. So be just uh, interesting to see which way you'll develop. Something so. we uh, definitely don't want to lose as a band is those cleans, those choruses, those uh, hooks. Yeah, we know it ties we, everything together. It does, I think. yeah. And, yeah. You, and, you have, and you have a good idea of how to do it successfully as well. I will give you that. You have a good idea. Yeah. It was the first single we wanted to release, we wanted to release something that was going to get people hooked, mm-hmm. that was going to have a catch, something for people to grab onto and hum along in when they're walking around the house, sing when they're out and about. And that's what Envy's chorus was about. It was about getting that mm-hmm. melody stuck inside people's heads. And it worked because yeah. our first ever show, and I, I knew from the response from people that we got over social media and the people that I seen there were the same people saying, we love this song, we listen to it all the time. I knew when we were going in that first gig that I was able to shout, everybody knows the words of this song. Yeah. And they did. The whole crowd sang Envy back at us and it was insane. Our mm-hmm. very first gig and we have a crowd of people singing it. the song. And now he's a little stage. <laughs> what about merchandising? I saw that uh, you had um, a few t-shirts there for sale at the launch. Is there any of them left? Oh yeah, we've got those. Oh, um, so we, the plan was, because they were an album launch exclusive, we didn't want to put that out there and then just the day after fire them up onto our website because it's not fair for the people who bought them under the pretenses that they were album launch exclusives. So the, we have a big, big box left. Um, we get all of our merchandise from Pins and Knuckles. They're the same guys that print stuff for like Architects, yeah. While She Sleeps, yeah. they're an in- incredible merch company. Um, the plan is now, so we're basically going to sell these at the next show and then uh, coming up towards Siege, we're going to put the remainders of them online. Uh, there's some new merch lines coming. Um, when the next single comes out, we've already got a merch line planned for it as well. So we'll have a new merch line then. We've got a couple of other merch ideas in the works and then tomorrow um, is... Beanies, beanies Orlando. Yeah. So we've got beanies made like the one I'm wearing now, but that's not okay. a survivalist one. It's just a car <laughs> one, but it, they're very similar to these. Just the right yeah, across the front. Yeah. Looks really, really good, really clean. Yeah. Um, we're really, really pleased with them. So they'll be awesome. right tomorrow. Yeah, men's knuckles, their quality is. They're unreal. Like, couldn't they are, they're on. Yeah. They're absolutely yeah. excellent. Yeah. And some knuckles did uh, the hoodies, actually, for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. 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 Metal side we work with um, a fellow called Bernie. That's he's been the that's guy. That's the guy, yeah. That's Bernie, yeah. 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 Do, do Johan or Johan is the dude that I've been... Jo- Jonah, maybe? Fuck. Jonah. I think there is a fellow called Jonah that works there. Jonah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the guy that I've been... I suppose kind of with merchandising ideas since Haint have the whole uh, wooden spoon market wooden spoon, cornered yeah, off. I actually love it. I, 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 was, I was messaging the other night. He's going fucking looking for us. We're, we're, um, he, they replied to one of our stories the other night just saying, can't wait, lads. And uh, I, w- I was like, oh, yeah, I was like, might bring myself one of those wooden spoons on stage to keep people back. You know, <laughs> They are, they're class. Like, the, the, uh, uh, like there, there's a couple of things that I've seen from the company, they get those done mm-hmm. that I do want done for the band. Um, not wooden spoons, but I've seen some stuff <laughs> there that they do. And we have a couple of ideas for those as well. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of merch ideas um, 
kind of in the works at the moment. We're still working with the original uh, artist as well, who did our very first bit of artwork, yep. Grant. Um, Grant has since doing that became a tattooist. He, he tattoos now. Uh, did you? He tattoos me. Yeah, I get a lot, a lot of bits and pieces done by him. Really good dude. I've been friends with him since we were about 15 or 16. I've known him for so, so long. Um, the guy is a hero and he has done outstanding work for us. And anybody that would need any commissioned artwork or anything like that, if you're looking for a commissioned piece of art for your band, he does photos, you know, like we've got prints. So he did like a couple of like Sabrina the Teenage Witch Princes and stuff like that for my partner. He's just incredible. Like there, he is one of the best artists I know. And um, he will be working with us indefinitely as, for as long as I can keep him. And for all the yeah. Maybe because I'm melting his head and asking him to do stuff at 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As I said, man, you've got a good team around you and that's always important. Uh, people that's that you it. can trust and that won't leave you fucking down, you know? That's it. We've got our team now. So we've yeah. got our artists, we've got our videographer, we've got our photographers, yeah. we've got that that team that kind of build up the image of how we look. Yeah, we are keeping the same guys. Like we don't want anything to change there in our sound or anything. So we want to keep it as professional as it has been, but if not better, more yeah. progressive, more just an expansion of what we've already put out. Really. Yeah, and of course yeah. we're here as well, Fee. From of course, yeah, absolutely. As much as we can do, Fee, we will guarantee that. You guys are awesome. Both yeah. like both of you have been awesome. Like Evan, really, really like I will message Evan about random stuff and he, he responds so quickly. Like, and I would say that's a man who spends the same amount of time on his phone as I do. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately, is, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably melting my mistress's head at the moment. But she like I'm very, very fortunate to have probably one of the most supportive partners like going. Lucy backs me every single step of the way. She will, she, uh, you guys have been to the gigs, any gigs that we've played. If you've seen the crazy blonde girls windmilling yeah. up at the front of the stage, that <laughs> is my partner. Like, and she just, she's awesome. She, she loves metal and she loves what we're doing. And like, she, I couldn't be like, I couldn't have had a better partner really. Mm-hmm. That's Ideas. important, man. Yeah, very much. Okay, Don't lads. So anything else you want to say before you head off into just the night? Really want to just a bit, give a big thank you to um, some people in, uh, in particular. So obviously I want to thank Daryl and Taylor for their work on Seven and laying that foundation for uh, Ben and Nick to come in and create the band that we are now. We wouldn't have been where we are without those two guys. And it's just awesome the fact that they kind of laid the groundwork in for us to be the band now yeah. that is survivalist like, and continually be yeah it wasn't like it was just this is it it's just the solidified lineup and everybody is on the same page and has the same goals so it's it's awesome um, big big thank you to uh, James from the Distortion Project just for all of his support his help with the gigs everything that he's done for us um, big big thank you to Eric Records for inviting us to the digital platform yeah um, and helping us with our promotion and marketing. And big thank you to Wayne. 
Wayne has been incredible from the very start and couldn't thank the dude enough. Not only the news, but being at the shows as being well. Being at the shows, being yeah. at the front lines, um, <laughs> just doing everything. He's uh, there either taking photos or in the pit. Even down to the <laughs> visualizer video that we have on YouTube currently. That, like, yes, Wayne same. put that together. It was something he'd never really done before. So it's another thing that Wayne can add to his package for the bands and he, he deserves all the work he gets, to be honest, because he's amazing. Yeah. Um, thank you to Grant for the artwork. He is a, a gem and Grant Thorne tattoos. If you are looking for any artwork, make sure you hit that guy up. Um, and Josh for the recording. Yeah, because JSR. The JSR audio and everything he did for the record is unreal. Not only that, but he also played some of the stuff on the record before it got re-recorded. So he's not only um, a top-class producer, but he's a top-class musician and person as well. Yeah. And then... Absolutely. Yeah, and then we've just got... Um, Your fans. Got the fans. <laughs> I was just... I was, just I was getting to that. <laughs> there was, a, there was, a more, there was a, another one on the tip of my tongue, though. Um, yeah, well, the fans and you guys, um, everybody who listens, everybody who streams, everything, everybody who shares our posts, our stories, who tags us in anything... Everybody goes noticed. Yeah, uh, we don't. We reply to all of our messages. We react to everything. We make sure that any work or any recognition that we get from anybody doesn't go unrecognized. Because yeah. at the end of the day, if it's not for the fans and people like you guys, people like promotion companies, streamers, podcasts, video reactors, they're the guys that are going to put us on the map. Um, and we can be more thankful we've got the best fans and the best support out there mm-hmm. yeah. so that's it for me anyway what about yourself I will say that people who actually show up to the shows you know for me being my first show ever um, and then going forward obviously but like you know I couldn't ask for better crowds for better you know I've been to gigs where there's 10 people show up you know and I'm sitting there going, this is great. Uh, um, and now, you know, our own shows, there's, there's big crowds. You know, yeah. pe- people really seem to enjoy it. It's going really well. Um, and I couldn't ask for anything more than that. You know what I mean? I just, as I said, this is the start. This is where things will start yeah. going now. Um, with COVID fucking off, you know? <laughs> um, Thank God. Anymore, sure. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's just kind of forgot about it. But mm. no, it's literally just keep it going. Um, and you can just expect more, you know? Yeah. yeah. Survivalists are hungry, man. And, yeah, absolutely. Um, hungry and thirsty and underfed. So <laughs> we, we need more. The song, the gluttony of a god. <laughs> yeah. So check out Seven. It's still out there. It's on Bandcamp. Um, all their videos are up on YouTube under Survivalist. Oh, Facebook, hi. Instagram. Listen, lads, we've got your back here and cannot wait for what is coming down the line and especially your appearance at the siege thank you so much and anybody out there who's watching this ever wants to reach out to us to ask a question to drop a comment to have a chat with any of the guys in the band you're more than welcome (laughs) to do so like i said we will reply we will get around you if you have any questions advice anything that you would like to see from us if there's particular stuff ideas that you have feel free to put them in our inboxes with every message you'll get read ideas There's some salesman, Evan. I'm telling you, yeah, yeah. Love it. I'll shine your shoes, I'll fucking do whatever you want, man. Anyway, thanks a million, lads, Evan, as always. Fair play to you.
Yeah, much absolutely. appreciate for coming on. Thank you very much, guys, and look out for yourself. And crucially, support your local metal scene, because that's what it's all about.